Eurovision. Welcome to Eurovision, a podcast with a unique Irish perspective on the Eurovision Song Contest. 12 points. Ireland. Oh, podcast happy 2023 connor my friend happy new year happy new year it's been a while my god it feels like months and months and months but we took a a well deserved well deserved break we enjoyed the christmas (laughs) we had a nice time very nice time yeah yeah uh connor any new year's resolutions (laughs) nothing (laughs) i don't believe in all that stuff you know, okay, I, if you aren't going to change yourself any other time of the year, why should January 1st be the day to change it? Oh, preach. Yeah. Preach. And listen, for a real Eurovision super fan, it kicks off in September. That's the thing. We yeah. all know that. <laughs> um, mine is just to drink more water. I thought it was going to just drink. <laughs> no. <laughs> drink more water. That's drink fair. More, stay hydrated. Well, yeah. I think that's a sustainable New Year's I, I, I need to do that in general. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a life thing. Um, it's been a little while, Connor. There has been a few things that have gone on since really we last spoke, since we last released. Yeah, it feels like too much has gone on to, yeah, like, to even cover. But we've had two songs, two yes. songs, mm-hmm. which is mad to think. Two mm-hmm. songs already. We've got Ukraine and Albania, which we will be discussing a bit later on. And mm-hmm. um, we had Junior, oh, Eurovision. Loved Junior. Which was amazing. Yeah. More on that later as well. Absolutely. We also had ESC 250. Should we explain a bit about ESC 250? Because I feel like it's very prevalent along a lot of Twitter fans. But there's actually a large cohort of people out there who have no idea what it is. Yeah, 250. So how would we explain it, Connor? 250 is basically like a global ranking of every single Eurovision song ever to compete at the contest, and fans submit their top ten, like mm-hmm. at Eurovision, you know, of all time, to 12, of all time. Mm-hmm. They cement that online and then all the votes are compiled together and on New Year's Eve then they basically present them in a big ranking, the top so 250 of them. Exactly. It's run by songfestival.be, the Belgian website, and ESC Radio. If you're mm-hmm. not familiar with ESC Radio and you're a Eurovision fan, I suggest you get that app on your device or um, pull them up on your laptop. I love just sticking on ESC Radio randomly throughout the day and seeing what comes on. But yeah, uh, was it was about 10am on New Year's Eve, the countdown starts yeah, it's our about time. half 10 at night. It was a bit earlier this year. Yeah. Usually it's 11. Yeah, it's, a it's a good hour or so for midnight. Yeah. That's the number one. And the winner for what? Eight, nine years on the trot. Ten years Lorene. in a row. Ten years, Ten in, years a row. in a row. Loreen Euphoria. And it was broken this year. Loreen was number two. Yes. 
Number one was Chanel slow mo. Epanya. <laughs> Took a video. Watch a slow mo. Mo mo. Well deserved winner, I think. If there was anyone that was gonna beat her, I think Chanel, with the support of the Spanish fans, mm-hmm. was gonna do it this year. They're like the. It's like the smash hits do well in these. Yes. But to be fair, actually, you could argue for 2022. There's multiple smash hits. Mm-hmm. I mean, you only have to look at Snap. Marmina yeah. being a TikTok viral song and then like Sam Ryder has yeah. been a good smash you know for the UK um, but yeah Chanel you know good. it was kind of a controversial one because I think Definitely. maybe some people felt the Spanish fans got too involved with the yes. voting but <laughs> hey Chanel did it yeah. and she's brilliant so well done I enjoyed 250 I was very 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 upset the Terminal 3 wasn't in it this year it no was in it last year either. what was it no rock and roll kids yeah, it was yeah. like 254 Six, 4 or something yeah I just missed it oh rager devastated rager. Brooke made it though oh 116th okay. thank you Spain yeah gracias <laughs> That was the Spanish fans, definitely. Something else that cropped up, Connor, in December time was the Junior Eurovision Song Contest. Yes. Which took place in Armenia. And we watched it together along with a couple of friends. What did you make of it? Brilliant show. My God, it really put Turin to shame, I think. The production (laughs) style of things. Yeah, no, yeah. But like (laughs) everything looks so like clean and slick and the presentation of the presenters were great it was a great show all around and all of the songs my god I don't think there was one song that was alright I mean they were yeah. all like every single song could, could compete at adult Eurovision if mm-hmm. it wanted to and you know Junior is such a feel good show do you mean just yeah. easy going family viewing kids are having a great time everyone had a smile on their face yeah and yeah it's, it's a great show i really really enjoyed it my parents even said to me that they prefer to the adult contest just because really? it was just such a feel-good show Aww. so yeah i loved it and great winner as well i think um lissandro from france such a little mini elvis presley dancing around the I place know. with a little mic and loving life um and of course sophie lennon oh what a performance. Our best result ever, and like amazing. <gasps> So good. Oh. So deserved. And we were so worried going into it because Junior Eurovision, Irish people, you know, might not understand it. But it was so good to see an Irish song be well received by Europe. And I think, you know, Sophie and Sullis will live on in people's minds for years to come of this a great Irish Junior Eurovision entry, I think. I think ultimately, like, she was just such a fantastic representative, you know, and just like it's something I'll always harp on about when it comes to junior like obviously the fundamental things that the children are enjoying themselves of and course. representing their countries and making friends but also just from an Irish perspective just having the platform for the language is so huge like that just can't be underestimated like it's a minority language mm-hmm. like it's one of our primary languages but at the same time like in so many parts of the country it's dying yeah. like this isn't the podcast to, <laughs> to get into that but you know what I mean it's it's 
a very unique thing for TG Cahar to have this platform for so many viewers across Europe and across the world to be exposed to our language. It's our language. It's no one else's. And if we don't showcase it when we have the opportunity, like when will we? And especially just for children, they're the ones learning the languages. They're the ones who are going to keep them alive when we're all, you know, with walking sticks and <laughs> whatever. Um, so, yeah, it was just so feel good. So good to see. So proud of Sophie. And I, I love nearly everything. It was funny. We did our episode kind of prior to junior and we yeah. talked through our favourites. And I still loved all those ones that we spoke about. But just a standout one for me was Georgia, I believe. That was one that I always liked, but it wasn't on my radar as a winner. And then when that girl, Mariam from Georgia, went on the stage. Oh, my goodness. That song. That was winner worthy to me. I thought she was really fantastic. And she is a young artist. I would love to see like when she's older and has more come experience back, yeah. to come back for Georgia who just have a totally different thing going on yeah. in the adult contest. <laughs> but anyway, was there anything that stood out to you, Connor, in the, the junior? I think for me, the performance that really stood out to me was Spain. So the day, Carlos, Senorita, yeah. just the slickness of it. You know, the everything, the camera angles he had on point, he knew where to look. The dancers behind them, the LED behind them, absolutely fantastic. Just, you know, it's putting, if, maybe not recent years Spain, but, you know, like 2016 Spain, 17 Spain. It's mad how parallel Junior Eurovision mm. and the main contest can be for some countries. Yes. And oh, such a good performance. It was like, you always say this, you know, it's a good performance when you think you're at their concert. Yes. And it felt like it was watching a Carter, Carlos, a Connor, a Connor concert. <laughs> Mini Connor on you stage. You heard it here first. Connor's <laughs> cover is coming soon. <laughs> um, Carlos is like performance of yeah. his own. So I, yeah, I think that's, I think that's good. <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine me doing the Senorita, um, you know, choreography. Or I think I could see you like at a Euro bash after Baby Guinness or two, giving it a good go. <laughs> or four. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know with the Spanish one, I think that song, that actually would have been really easy to fumble the bag on. Mm. They, like that because it was so up-tempo and he had so much to do and this, it was a very busy song, mm-hmm. the way they did it was incredibly clever and they kept Carlos at the centre of yes. it but let him just sing and do his thing and the visuals and the dancers brought so much of the energy around mm-hmm. him but then he still had that star quality that drew you to him he's another one like Mariam I think is somebody to watch up and coming as he gets older and has more experience and isn't that very exciting like we've seen that in the past some of the prior junior people like Stephanie uh, and others Destiny Destiny coming back for their country when they're older and there's more and more every year I just always think god the talent is just out of this world unbelievable but we couldn't put Junior Eurovision 2022 to bed without speaking to one of our favourite people involved. Isn't that right, Connor? Absolute superstar. Yes. Earlier today, we sat down with the amazing Sophie Lennon from Ireland. Eurovision. 
Okay, we now have a really special guest joining us on the Eurovision podcast. She is our junior Eurovision entry for 2022. She flew the tricolor for us in Armenia and she was absolutely fantastic with her song Solace. Everybody, a warm welcome to Sophie Lennon. Hi. How are you, Sophie? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Well. Oh, oh, good. We're still streaming Sullis like <laughs> no tomorrow. <laughs> First thing, before we get into junior, how was your Christmas? Did you have a nice Christmas? I say you were absolutely tired from the mayhem of Armenia. Well, yes, definitely. I've, I've only really finished covering after my cold. So, like, not cold, like chest infection, but, like, so that wasn't that great. But I mean, thankfully it was nearly gone. Like it was mostly gone over Christmas. But yeah, I had an amazing Christmas and everything went well. And then just the whole buzz in the general was like still there from the junior vision. So I was just like, had the best Christmas. <laughs> Tell us about your homecoming. What was it like coming home after everything? Was everybody really happy for you? Oh, well, yeah. Well, coming home, it took a full two days. I don't know how that happened, but it just did. Um, but yeah, coming home, like my granddad and my granny, like they all had a party for me in the house and all of my family come over and everyone was just so, so like happy for me and all. And I, I was just so grateful that they were all like supporting me. Ah, that's lovely. And what was the reception like in your home? hometown as well did people really get behind you and support you when you came oh, home there was actually uh, there's a little pub um in my town and uh, uh like loads of people went over it and they were start uh, they were gonna play the junior version on the tv there and so many people had went down to watch me nah. <laughs> people were sending me videos and it was so funny and then everyone it, it was just hilarious the, all these videos they were sending me of them like jumping up and down like whenever I come forth and all. oh get your 12 points yes. off some of the jurors yeah that's oh, amazing we were cheering you as well here in Dublin big the flag cheers. thing yeah thing and everything <laughs> oh you deserve it so much you were absolutely amazing honestly from Fantastic. the bottom of our hearts Fantastic. and like the result is amazing, but like no matter where you had been on the scoreboard, you did us proud anyway, you know. Oh, thank um, you. you were absolutely yeah. amazing. Tell us about Armenia, Sophie. What was it like? Did you have a good time? Oh, I had a brilliant time in Armenia. I absolutely loved it. I didn't get to explore like it really well because we were like we had to go to rehearsals and like um press conferences and all so that took up most of the time but the time I did get I definitely explored Yevon and it was absolutely stunning like the main square it was so so magical because like the big mass of Christmas tree like I couldn't even describe how tall it is it's just absolutely massive and it was all lit up um all the houses were lit up and all the wee side streets were just so, it was, it was amazing. I loved it. It looked incredible and especially really Christmassy with the big tree in the middle of it yeah, all. Yeah, it was very Christmassy. I can tell they love Christmas over there. <laughs> <laughs> so did you get to bond with any of the other contestants? You were t- talking about there that it was so busy with press conferences, but did you get time to spend much time with the other contestants at all? Yes, I actually did get some time to um, uh, hang out with the other contestants. Um, I did actually make some like very, very good friends. Um, so Nare from Armenia was like one of my best friends along with Mariam from Georgia and all her dancers um, but yeah and then also Carlos from Spain he was one of my best friends too and Freya from the UK I did hang about with her but is that, uh, oh, also Gaia from Malta I actually hung around with everyone but mostly Nare and Mariam 
Ah, it's good to hear that you're all bonding and having fun as well, because that's the main yeah, thing about the contest. WhatsApp and Instagram and all. And if you could pick one song from any other other contestant this year, which song would you like to perform? Oh, well, I love everybody's song so, so much. And they're all my favourites. But the one I would probably love to sing, definitely, yeah, probably would be Mariam's, I believe. Like, oh, I just love it so, so one. much. Um, obviously, Nare's dance as well. Just gonna dance, 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 dance me side to side. Love it. <laughs> nice cover so, there. Yeah. Can we see any covers coming from you in the future, Sophie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, oh amazing! Well, so so we'll good. Keep an eye out for that. And the actual experience, like, what was it like being on that stage, Sophie? Was it one of the bigger stages you've ever been on? Because we know you've done a lot of great things here at home in Ireland as well. But what was the Armenian yeah. stage like? And um, well, yeah, probably would have been the biggest stage I've ever been on in my whole life. Whole thirteen years, of my life, probably biggest stage. Um, but yeah. I wasn't actually nervous at all. I was just buzzing with excitement to get on there and just perform because um, I feel like I'd done like so many rehearsals. It was just like the one extra thing was people and that was it. It was grand. I loved it. Grand. Like, first, you were like, <laughs> oh my goodness, how am I supposed to do this? And at the end, you're like, this is a piece of cake. I can do this. No bother. <laughs> it was amazing. It's like water of his ducks back to you there. You know, but, uh, yeah, love it. <laughs> the solace is just shining out of Sophie yeah. all the time. <laughs> and your song, Sophie, did you really love your song? Like, it seemed like so much of you was in that song and oh, that performance. I loved my song so, so much. Like, whenever I first got it through, I actually started crying. Like, I got goosebumps because it was just such an emotional song. Like, the whole meaning and message of it is just, like, so wholesome. Like, no matter how dark times get, you'll always find the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, it's just like all about mental health and stuff. And I just thought it was like, it was so, so like lovely. And I just really thought people would relate to it. And I love it. Now, Sophie, you've been doing a lot of Instagram lives and TikToks. And a lot of questions people ask you is, will you please represent us at the adult contest in a few <laughs> years time when you can? Is that something that you'd like to do or? Well, n- knowing that I've done the junior vision, I'm good. Like I had the best time in my whole life because it's one of the best things that I've ever done in my whole entire life. Um, so yeah, I would definitely love to go over and represent Ireland in the adult Eurovision. I just think that would just be like, oh my goodness, mind blowing. To so, say like, I I represent Ireland in junior and adult Eurovision. Like that would that would just be amazing. Oh, we'd love it. I think I think fans would go absolutely mental for it. <laughs> Always welcome. Um, Sophie, would you like to play a quick game of this or that? Oh, sure. Yeah. So all you have to do is we're going to give you the option of two things. And as quickly as you can, you just say the thing that you prefer. Try not to think about it too much. And you say the thing you prefer. So the first one is winter or summer? Summer. 100%. Nice. Good choice. Second one, chocolate or pizza? Oh, uh, pizza. Christmas or Halloween? Christmas for definite. Ballad or bop? Oh, oh, a uh, ballad. <laughs> Love both. <laughs> and this could this could be a hard one. Junior Eurovision or Eurovision? Junior probably because I I was in it and I I, I had the best time my whole life. All of them. Both. <laughs> All of them. Oh, Sophie, it makes me so happy just to hear how great a time you had and that your experience is so good. That is absolutely the main thing. But you represented yourself so well. 
your family, your hometown, your country, our language, everything. everything. <laughs> We're so proud of you. Ah, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for speaking to us, Sophie. I've absolutely loved it and I'm just so excited for the future. <laughs> we'll see you in we'll the future. See you soon. <laughs> Bring it oh, on. <laughs> thank you so much. Bye. Captain of Fulcher Rush to the Kill on Graw segment of the podcast. Welcome back to the Kill on Graw segment of the podcast. Connor Deagwitch. Deagwitch. Dias Murgwitch. Connor Zatatu. Oh, Tom Gabraz. Tufain. Tom A. A Tershock Treokta. Oh! You know the meme with the chef and he's oh, yeah. like sprinkling. Chef's kiss. That was Connor. Tearshock <laughs> Tarekta. He's a tired man. I'll yes. tell you something. All this Eurovision news is flying left, right, and centre, you know? Tall alone or shield. There's a lot going on. Lads, I was laughing because last night Connor was over in my house and we were just hanging out and some of my friends were there and we were, of course, playing them some Eurovision songs. And one of them turns and says, Do you know what we need to do in Ireland for Eurovision? We need to send a song in the Irish language and of course, yeah, we know. Yes, 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 we know. And the question came, We've never sent one in Irish. Louise. And perked. Lou was straight in sorry, uh Kill and Girl, Sadie Jones <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> literally, literally. Guys, you were all in my thoughts, all you Kill and Girl <laughs> listeners. Um I was ready to educate the locals of Eurovision about Kill and Girl. Anyway, Toshe on on Tavakta in Yugohoraka, Avanan, the Eurofisha Junior, Junior Eurovision, via Merrick Lerich, Sophie Lennon. We were speaking with Sophie Lennon only in this episode with her beautiful Aaron, her beautiful song, Solus. So it is only right that we have this Kill and Graw segment and we keep in mind the spirit of Solus and Sophie Lennon. Connor, on Will to Ray. Tommy Ray. Here we go. <clears throat> on green a gyri, tain the scotten a sheer, ta la nua on show. So ta on la, what say that the last bit again? On green a gyri, tain the scotten a sheer, ta la nua on show. So there's a new day here, mm-hmm. or there's a new day anyway coming. Yeah, or there's a new day now. No, it's all about weather. At the start. She's talking about... On green egg irie. A green egg irie. Something's like... The sky or... Green. Grass. Sun. Yes. The sun is shining. The... S- happy. The sun is happy? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The sun could be happy. What does the sun do? Shines. Yeah, but like... It emits. It, it does like one thing in the morning, one thing in the evening. Rises. Yeah. The sun rises. Yeah. Tain a scotton a sheer. The scotton a sheer. Sheer or sear? Sheer. Sheer. Scotton is shadows. It's like the shadows. Disappear? Yeah, disappear, go away, retreat. Yeah. Okay. Call all new on show. A new day is here. A new day is here. Very nice. 
And it's from... Sullis. Of course. <laughs> it's the opening lines of Sullis. I knew I could, that. I couldn't give him the... No, it's not the... It's a... Green I'm green a guy, reaching his gun as you're tall on you and sure. Oh, it does not, does not start at that. No. Instant cuteness, tall on you and sure. It is the top of my on-repeat playlist, so I, it, oh, it, I should on, know it, but... Go on, Sophie. Go on, Connor. <laughs> I gotta say as well Technically it's midterm First day after midterm break Back for me Because you know Christmas time No Irish So I get a pass this week Thank you very much It's actually back to school Connor At the back moment to school. Exactly yeah then. Thank you First week back No I went back last week Ah it doesn't count Oh, Very nice Very nice Gaheen talk Shine Right, lads, we've had two songs already submitted for Eurovision 2023. It's hard to believe. Can you believe it? It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. We have Ukraine and Albania song. Now, both songs are said to be revamped, so we're kind of working off the studios that we have at the moment but they're the two big revamp countries yeah of all the countries like ukraine and albania it's consistent that they revamp literally always absolutely but we're gonna kick it off with ukraine first because that was the first one we had which Mm -hmm. was vid beer and firstly what a show Mm. all things considered underground in a metro station they put on such a fantastic production like absolutely brilliant so kudos to all the team at uapbc and the oj ukraine people because we know that they help out too so um congratulations for a great show and we have our representatives for ukraine tvorchi i hope that is correct with their song heart of steel don't get what you say It's very, very different. Very different. Extremely different. I was watching Vidbeer that night and I was just kind of chilling out. I hadn't heard much of the songs beforehand, so I was trying to go in with a fairly open mind to what we were going to see, what we were going to hear. And I enjoyed most of it. You know, Ukraine always has a decent selection, you know. It's, Mm -hmm. It's rare that they have many duds on display, per se. And this was no exception. In general, I enjoyed the whole show. And there were some standouts. Uh, when God shut the, door. shut the Door was a good one, I thought. A, a great contender. But it's a funny one. With Tavorchi, I don't know where people really talking about them before. No, I didn't, I didn't hear beer. anything anyway. The hum online wasn't really there for them. It was there for the Jerry girl yeah, when God Shut the Door and one or two others. From what I had seen within the the fan community but then but Tavorchi came on last and I was looking at my phone or my laptop or something and it actually kind of woke me up like I looked up and kind of went oh what's this and like you know it to be honest it's not my typical sound Mm -hmm. that I would listen to probably not something I regularly stream but it woke me up and it was interesting and I wonder 
did the voters in Ukraine just kind of want that? Were they just going for something different? Like they had a lot of options there that are within kind of the discipline that they've already sent, like cultural, folky. And Ukraine, we as we know, have sent all sorts mm-hmm, of yeah. entries to Eurovision. But they haven't sent one like this at all. So again, it just shows the diversity in what they can do and what they're willing to do. But I don't think this is the Eurovision winner. I don't no. think we're going to have a back-to-back winner here. But I think this is quite a respectable host entry. Yep. And... I'm looking forward to seeing how it's revamped and what they do with this. What do you reckon, Connor? Yeah, no, I echo everything that you say there, really. I think it is a good, respectable host entry. Um, wouldn't be my style of music at all, but I think I trust Ukraine. I think yeah. I trust them, especially with their revamps. I think the revamp will add what it's missing, and I do think that the chorus is missing that little oomph that it needs. Um, but staging-wise, they seem to have a good, clear vision of what mm-hmm. they want to do. And, you know, on a Eurovision stage, that will be multiplied by a thousand. So I trust them in that aspect. But, yeah, I think it is a good, respectable entry from Ukraine. And, yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. You know, I think this could be one that maybe flies under the radar a bit within the fandom, potentially, and blows up in rehearsals when they see, you know, the, the staging and the, the revamp on the stage and the lads interact with the audience. So... Yeah, I, I think it's it's one to watch out potentially. Not a winner, but potentially yeah. could do kind of well, I think. Well, I just have one more thing to say personally on that. And I mean this in every sense of the phrase. Never, ever underestimate Ukraine. Absolutely. Ever, ever, ever. Um, we're going to go to some of the responses that we got from our followers. On Instagram, we asked you, our listeners, our followers what you make of Ukraine's entry this year. And we actually had quite a myriad of opinions, Connor, interestingly enough. So Marco has come in kind of on a a hopeful note saying, I'd say the revamp will be better. Then we have another person, Topher Joyce, saying, poor should have been Jerry. Mm -hmm. Neve is saying it's only okay, to be honest. Kian is saying that Heart of Steel isn't a bad song. In its own right. However, it does sound very generic. P. Minch is saying it's okay, but I wish they had something with traditional Ukrainian elements. Now, in contrast to that, we had a few people giving it some praise. It's a Wonderful Life saying sounds good. Shane saying it's good. And pal of the podcast, Roy. Hi, Roy. Hi, Roy. Saying it is top 15 potential, in his opinion. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very good. A um, few comments on Twitter as well. ESC Tom says, I think if people are sleeping on it a bit, it's a great song and it's only going to get better with the revamp. Plus, Ukraine always elevates with their staging. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam W., a friend of ours, needs work, but Ukraine have worked far bigger revamp miracles than this in the past. I trust they'll bring a great product to Liverpool. And finally, uh, a friend of the podcast, MJ, said, fully expected... Koshkova or When God Shut the Door to Win but it really came together as a performance those visuals I can't wait for the revamp as I think it could do well mm. so a lot, a lot of hope there I think if people are not judging it too much now and waiting for you know the finished product when it all comes together a bit if closer. you're a long time enough fan and you're a vision like you just know not to underestimate Ukraine like, Absolutely. it's just like even if in the interim or in your first lessons, it doesn't blow you away, it, it possibly eventually will. Yeah. You know, we've all been there with Goa, with even Stefania, like other... Even Jamala. No Jamala. Yeah. Do you know, yeah. so Fair anything point. can happen. 
Exactly, exactly. So that was our first confirmed entry for Eurovision yes. 2023. And it feels very fitting that it's I was just going to say that. Just oh, going to say that. It's like one mind, you guys. <laughs> we are literally spending so much time much together time. this week. We were together last night. We're together tonight. We're, we're together, together tomorrow, tomorrow night. And two days after. Yeah. We have a lot going on. There's a lot coming on Eurovision. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, we'll get into That's that. to come. <laughs> get on to the second song Connor. yes our second song it wouldn't be christmas without fic happy, happy ficmas oh <laughs> one mind one mind yes so we have our second song this is albina and family kelman mendy yeah that's her family that's her family <laughs> The whole clan. The whole yeah. clan. Yeah, she got the, the six for one deal. She was like throwing the chicken McNuggets and the mum and the dad and the brother and the, and, and the whole gang. Ah, sure, why not? Isn't that, that must be like a Eurovision first, is it? That we have like the whole family on stage. Well, could you count Dee all as a family? <laughs> falling. I will have falling. Was that your last I place? I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't your last place. Straight into your Clearly not if you know all the lyrics. You didn't know me in 2019. No, I didn't. I love Dimal. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, I'm so glad you brought them up. <laughs> I've been like waiting for the opportunity. <laughs> Just ask Glasgow Mihal, he'll send you. Oh God. <laughs> um but yeah, this is Albania's 2022-2023 entry, my god, still living in the past. Selected in twenty twenty two. In twenty twenty two, that's what could be. For twenty twenty three. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So but track. another one that's gonna be revamped, so it's hard yeah. to know exactly. Um, mm. Again, I always find it really, really hard to judge Albanian songs until I hear the Early revamp. On, yeah. And even then, bar last year, every other year, I haven't appreciated the song until rehearsals okay. start. So I am going to comment too much on it because I'm not too sure how I feel about it. So yeah, that's that's it. Okay, fair enough. Because I, I just feel like I'm in the middle at the moment. I'm mm. not really loving it. I'm not really hating it. I'm just like, yeah. it's there. You're almost waiting to it's see what on my ranking. That's it. It's a song from Albania. It's on your ranking. There's only two in there, <laughs> It's love. still on it. It's still on it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I yeah, I just, I find that Albania is that one country that I just find really, really hard to judge. Okay. Until yeah, yeah. rehearsals. Well, I think to be fair, I don't know, is it just me? Like, I just kind of... I clock out quite a lot from the following year's Eurovision until it's January. Okay. And I don't know, is that just a psychological thing in my head? Like, even in December, when I knew Vidweer and Fickmas were coming up, I'm calling it yeah. Fickmas, it's called <laughs> Fick, but you know what I mean? It's so used to calling Fickmas. Um, I would still, my head is still very much with, like, or was very much with, like, Stephanie and mm. Sam Ryder and Cornelia Jacobs and stuff. And even like junior. So it's like now we're in January and I'm coming around and the, I'm going to be giving the entries more of a listen and stuff. For me, I would say with Albania, I love the whole novelty of the family being there. Like, I think that's just really like interesting. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. She's got a brilliant voice, Albina. For me, the song isn't like hugely immediate. Yes. Like not on my first listens. Like I, I couldn't hum any of it for you. Mm-hmm. Um... And I, I know what it's about. It's about like the importance of unity of family. And I think that's a great message. As a Western European though, I think 
I've been accustomed all my life to hearing, you know, certain genres of music and it's always certain regions with like, you know, different instruments and stuff and different styles definitely like Balkan ones sometimes can just take longer for me to yeah. get if that makes sense no, not that I'm opposed true. to them because they're from a different region that's that's not it at all it's just that it's almost like it can take longer to grow on me yeah um and to get the song so I'm quite looking forward to seeing what Albania does with this and it's it's all very much in the pipeline really isn't it yeah, yeah. work in progress I think totally we've got the scaffolding there was fun to oh. build the frame of the house. Oh build it up, build the roof. That's so deep. I know. Wow. Wow. Incredible. Insightful, Amazing. guys. Wow. Some of the responses from our listeners. Yes, fire ahead. Um, not a huge amount of responses on Instagram in general. Shane has just come in with his opinion on Albania as just bad. Just bad. Just just one word, just bad. Roy has similarly echoed that saying 12th in semi-final. Oh. That is extremely specific. Piment saying needs a major revamp or it will be a certain non-qualifier. I think it's too early to call that. I mean, yeah. we don't have like, what, 37, 38 Literally. other songs. Kean saying, this is my favourite of the confirmed songs so far. Well, there are two. But like, that's still, you know. This is his favourite, you know, it's, it's number one. And he says that he loves the ethnic sound. That, yeah, I think you need to appreciate the ethnic sound. Ah, from yeah. It. yeah. And that's yeah. something they'll probably hype up a bit more in the revamp that they yeah, tend to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've run one response on Twitter. This is from MJ once again. Shout out to MJ. I thought it was one of the better thick offerings and I'm glad the public sent it instead of one of the many ballots. However, not sure how it will do well at Eurovision. Take a cut qualify, but maybe right hand side of the scoreboard on final night. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, again, work in progress. We'll see what happens when. Remains to be seen. Exactly. Looking forward to it. We are now in January. You know what that means. This is really the thick of things. We have got left, right, and center things happening. MGP snippets, Norwegian selection snippets yeah. have dropped. We've got other snippets coming. We have leaks. We have Crystal Ball ESC shout out to you Crystal guys. What are you that? My ESC God. ESC on Twitter. Keeping our if nerves. If you know, you know. If you don't, get on Twitter and look it up. Exactly. Euro song 2022. Which one? Belgium or Ireland? Belgium is coming super soon. Yes. Ireland. Wow. We have a big, big announcement coming. And by the time this is aired, we will we know. Will know. There's some very exciting things to come. Yes. We are going to be grinding hard at Airvision HQ. Literally. These upcoming days to discuss and digest what Orti and the Late Late Studio is going to bring us <laughs> at the beginning the of studio. February. <laughs> There's hope within me. Really? There's hope. I tweeted that last week. I said I'm actually feeling quite hopeful about your Rio song 2023 and I think there's there's light there's solace Gaki. <laughs> I won't insult Sophie <laughs> but you know um, I think I think there's hope totally Compa- I think you need to look at it as building blocks yeah 2022 was the foundation a lot Dare of like construction that. this year this 
just <laughs> like scaffolding and everything. I'm loving it. But last year it was the like foundations. foundations. Mm. Now we're getting like, you know, pipes are being laid in the foundation. So eventually we'll get to that interior design yes, stage with the bougie the fairy lights yeah, and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. But that's that's not right now. That's about twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> if we're still alive yeah. for a Connor. So, yeah. <laughs> Maybe our children, maybe our grandchildren will see that. This is very, very dramatic. Um, no, I am looking forward to seeing what's in the pipeline. I mean, let's be real. Wild youth are in it. Oh, 100%. Wild youth are in it. They they confirmed themselves like months ago. So it's, it's no surprise, but... They are buzzing. And it's They're good buzzing. to see them. They are very, very popular. Yeah. Very popular. They're great. I'm a big fan. And, you know, their music gets played on the radio all the time. So there's no excuse from mainstream radio stations here in Ireland because there's not a time in the car when I get in and I don't hear a Wild Youth song being mm-hmm. played or coming up next. We've got a tune from Wild Youth. So yeah. they're always getting very picked good. as, you know, tune of the week and all this kind of stuff. So there's no reason why Wild Youth suddenly disappear off the radio now. Yeah. And them taking part will obviously attract a lot more people as well in terms mm-hmm. of those radio stations and supporting Eurovision. Mm-hmm. So I think it's only a plus that them that they are participating in it. You know, you know who they remind me of, Connor. The the way their attitude is and their online presence, they remind me of Brooke. Really, they've got that zest yeah. for life. And now, to be fair, I think a lot of the other artists that are potentially being announced in Euro song will be similar but they've maybe been quieter mm-hmm. in the in the lead up to this Wild Youth have been very vocal since back in May yeah. like you know it's been nearly like a running joke Literally. on Twitter like <laughs> like God I wonder are Wild Youth yeah. going for Eurovision you know um, even one of my non-Eurovision friends said to me a week or two ago why are Wild Youth tweeting about Eurovision like every second day <laughs> obviously knowing I would know you the would answer know, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's very exciting times Connor we'll be getting into that more yes and and stay tuned. do stay tuned at Aerovision HQ. There is a lot happening. Literally. Episodes left, right and centre. And not just coming up, like literally for the next few months ahead with all the Eurovision news and things we'll be going to. And oh my God, it's too, it's exciting times. We're actually getting fully into the thick of ESC 2250, ESC 2023. I know. It's scary. It's a happening. We'll be in Liverpool before you know it. I was about to say why I made that's, <laughs> that's, we're not that's going Newcastle. To, we're not going to Newcastle. I'll have to scrub up on that accent. Yes. That. Maybe the next podcast. Lad, like, she's very tired. She's been digging the tunnel now for the past few weeks. She's getting prepared. Leo didn't help her. Now she's digging the tunnel. So, you know. The way we met Leo Varadkar after that. It's all a bit much. Busy times ahead, basically. That's, that's what we're trying to say. Too much is going on. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm... Shaking. Anxious. I'm happy... I'm all of the things but it will be great and we'll all be here together and I think like the number one thing for us here at Airvision is that like Irish fans everywhere like you're not alone like so many of us always thought we were like the only Irish person like in love with this contest and you're not if you're listening to us brilliant like you're along this ride with us for 2023 reach out to us find other Irish fans out there come to stuff that's going to be going on and we'll be letting you know what's going on around Ireland in the next few months in terms of Eurovision events. If you can make it to Liverpool, come to Liverpool. Come and meet everyone. Get your tricolours out. Probably no matter who it is, we're going to support them. So very exciting times. Exciting times. Very exciting times. And as well, share your opinions with us. Like, you know, Mm. if you have an opinion, share whether we agree, disagree, share. We love to hear them. It's so good to see the interaction online. So keep it up, guys. And yeah, 
make sure you're following us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You don't miss any of our new episodes because they're coming in thick and fast in the mm-hmm. next few weeks and months ahead. Also as well, follow us on social media, Airvision Podcast on Instagram, at Airvision Pod on Twitter. And also, if you're old-fashioned or just like to send a little cheeky email, you can email us, airvisionpodcast at gmail.com. But yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Airvision 2023. <laughs> Bring it on. Okay, lead us out somewhere in Europe. Slong of all. <laughs>